you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Dan Hansis of the Around the NFL podcast. On our latest episode, we talked about Nick Foles going uh, out of town in Los Angeles. Devin Hester exiting the picture. Way to go, Greg. And then we talk about some coaches whose butts are getting warm because they could be on the hot seat in 2016. I am not responsible for any release. Hope you're proud of yourself. Check out the Around the NFL podcast. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Happy training camp. We are back here on Move the Sticks. DJ, Bucky, and we even have a familiar face behind the glass today, Buck. Do you recognize that guy back there? I don't because he has a shirt and tie on, so I, I, I don't have any idea who that possibly could be. Wait, hold up. Is that producer TD all, all dressed up? You is, got a wedding to go to? Is, what's what's going on, guys? I, uh, honestly, everyone's asked me today, do I have an interview? I just, I, It's work, guys. I just wanted to dress up. <laughs> so, I put on, it's the work. It's the, the work. Hey, <laughs> I put on a shirt. I was like, these pants go well with a shirt. And I was like, you know what? Let's put on a tie, too. Just complete the look. I almost went tie clip. I was like, no, nah, it's too much. That's why I drew that the line. That would have been too much. I would have told That's you. That's why I drew the so, line. So they clip. always say, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you got. So I think TD wants to be a door-to-door salesman. <laughs> yeah, I'm back there. Hey, hey, they do say Nigerians. We have a uh, sales uh, sales blood in our in our blood. So <laughs> oh, that's what we do, man. Well, hey, TD, I appreciate you taking a break from uh, from paying attention to Team USA to pop in here and talk some some football with us. Here. I know it's kind of kind of hard for you right now. Like it's been basketball. If Demar DeRozan made that dunk, I would not be. Here. <laughs> Put it that way. That's why he's wearing a tie, Buck. Yeah, celebrating that. <laughs> Oh man, we got a lot. We got a lot to get to today. It's gonna to be back in the audio format here, and uh, if you haven't already, be sure to uh, subscribe to the pod on iTunes. That way, you get it each and every time, making life a little bit easier. But Buck, today, one of the things I want to do on here, I know Sheck has done something like this in the past. He calls it his Jenga piece. Yeah, with his uh, with uh, a player that you don't want to see injured, you don't want to see him taken out of the mix. He's irreplaceable. And take the quarterbacks out of the mix. We're going to do that for all 32 teams today. In fact, I haven't told Sheck this in the past. We used to do this in training camp all the time. You get these long nights. You get the practices in. And in the evenings, you're away from your family with all your scouting buddies. You kind of just sit back and, and play games. Have, we play games have these type of conversations. We used to be like, okay, if we could take out one guy from the Steelers, who would it be? <laughs> we could take him out. You know who it was? Like, so him out. You go back to see if you can guess. 03, 03, 04. Like, okay, if we could just take one dude. Away from well, that had to be like back then in his prime. It had to be like Troy. It's Troy. I'm gonna get Troy. Out that was number one. Like we would go around the rooms. So, all right, Steelers. We get, we get, we could take one guy out of their lineup. Who would it be? Palomalo, 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 Palomalo. Because he was Palomalo. so he was so critical yeah. to what they did. Being able to play in the uh, deep middle, coming down in the box. He was uh, freelancing and making plays. You erase him, it kind of changes the structure of their defense. One year, uh, I remember we we do this all the time, but with Cincinnati, um, uh, you might not guess this one. See, he used to kill us. With the Bengals. Think of that, like circa, it's like oh four, five, somewhere around there. Hushman's up. Boom! Look at you, Buck. He two did for two. No, no, the only reason because I know he, he used to torched give, us. He used to give people fits in that division. It was yeah. like just a handful of teams. It was funny. He, he only would average like ten or eleven yards a catch. Yeah. But there were certain guys that he matched cover up. him. We couldn't cover that dude. 
Chad, we have a couple big games, but Hushman's out to get us all the time. But, yeah, anyway, so we're going to go through all the teams and uh, and give you who a player, if you're a fan, like say you're a fan of the Buffalo Bills, and we'll get into it. Man, you just cross your fingers every time you update Twitter that this dude's okay. And we've already seen, we saw a little scare today um, with the Bears. Had a yeah, little Leonard Floyd. Pick. Had a little stomach bug. Thought it was yeah, serious. I just saw, like, carted off, and that's all I saw. Well, I was like, that ain't good. The thing that came through the email, I, I think he had like a little stomach, but they don't really yeah. disclose their injuries. So Just your guy John knows? Fox is not yeah. telling anybody it's anything. Very secretive. There you go. But uh, before we get into all that, Bucky, I know this is, a, this is an open format here, and, and sometimes we like to celebrate life's great moments, and then sometimes you have to be able to vent a little bit. And I know, uh, <laughs> I know you're dying to get some stuff off your chest with the, with one Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my God! Our long national nightmare Man. is finally over. I'm, well, I'm He's glad back he with the Jets. I'm glad he signed. Twelve mil. I expect him to play better than Joe Namath. He should be Broadway Joe. <laughs> um, By the way, you tweeted that out. I did. I, I actually texted you out. I said, "Hold up, <laughs> are you debating somebody on Twitter whether Joe Namath?" The or guy Ryan said that Ryan Fitzpatrick had a better. It was, it was like a better player than. Joe Namath. I'm like, that is Twitter. That is, that, like that is has, Twitter. To he has a gold there. jacket. You're debating Joe Namath versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, and there's legitimately somebody taking the other side of the argument. Right. I'm, you know, the funny thing, so here's the deal with the Jets. The Jets are in win-now mode, obviously. They re-sign Muhammad Wilkerson. They get Dar- Darren Lee to come in. Ryan Fitzpatrick is viewed as the linchpin to their success. I uh, did have outstanding year last year, 31 touchdowns, only 15 interceptions. He played at a career level. I just wonder if he can duplicate it because we've seen him play for a long time in the league and he's never played to that level. Uh, his career record is funny because we get those packs. His career record as a starter prior to last year, 33-55-1. and one. Ooh. So if we talk about the dubs. By the way, Sanchez, I'm guessing, is still probably over 500. Isn't I think so. I, uh, okay, well, we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some homework on that. So we got Sully back there. Uh, Sully on the computer back there. He's working away, man, man, doing some research. Cause we have we're taping our, our video segments for YouTube later. So he's he's working away on research. That little plug. I'm just on Twitter right now. See, he puts a tie on, and now he's like the marketing department. He's, yeah. he's everything. CEO. He's everything. He's everything. Synergy. He's, he's everything. Let's see. Let's see. What. So yeah, he Oh. 37 and 35, Mark Sanchez. That's it. He's over 500. He is over 500. He was 33 and 29 with the Jets. All right. With with uh, Tom Brady missing four games, I think they're going to be okay with Garoppolo. We've talked about that a bunch. But the Jets, Fitzpatrick back in the fold. Who is the, who is a greater threat to them in that division? Is it is it the Jets? Is it Dolphins? Is it the, the Bills? Huh. Uh, last year, I was all in on the Bills. Uh, I would say the greatest threat will be the Buffalo Bills. I believe they get the defense back on track. They're a little more dynamic on offense, and they don't have the fear factor. The Miami Dolphins could be and should be pretty good. Uh, Adam Gase, I think, will kind of streamline the playbook to help Ryan Tannehill have some success. Getting uh, Aaron Foster was a big get for them. Mm-hmm. I think he'll help their running game a lot. And then I like Vance Joseph. I think Vance Joseph would do a great job with that defense. I just don't know if anyone's going to get past the Patriots. I think the Patriots are a better team. Uh, I like the two-headed tandem with Rob Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett, the versatility they have in the backfield. And anytime you have Tom Terrific, yeah, it's just, tough to I, bet against. Yeah, it's just hard to bet. Here's the two things that worry me about the Bills, and we'll we'll get into our uh, our game here in just a second. But the uh, Carlos Williams situation, when he had his wife had a baby, he put on a bunch of weight. Then he ended up getting suspended. I was kind of counting on him to kind of take that next step and be that nice one-two punch there with 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 LaShawn McCoy. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. I, I like Jonathan Williams, a rookie out of Arkansas. But then he had a DUI. Jonathan Williams did. Jonathan I Williams just that. had a DUI. So. so and then and then you you put that together with Shaq Lawson having the shoulder surgery. We don't know when he's going to be ready to go. So those are kind of young guys I thought would be kind of key pieces for this Bills team. I still think that the Patriots are the class of the division. They're the class of the division. Uh, a lot of pressure on the Buffalo Bills, their coaching staff, to get this right. When you look at their roster, you can say their roster is talented enough to be a team that is a viable playoff contender. Rex Ryan has to clean up the penalties and some of the issues that plague them in big games. Penalties and turnovers, they got to clean that up. Got to continue to get strong play from Tyrod Taylor. But you need Sammy Watkins healthy. Yeah. Sammy Watkins is coming off an injury, still nursing. Uh, I think it's the foot injury that he's dealing with. I need Sammy Watkins to be that dominant player. You know, they traded up to get him. He has delivered and shown flashes, but he hasn't played to that level that you expect him to play. Need him to kind of step up and really be a big-time player. No, that would be interesting to follow there. Um, 
You want to jump in on these teams then? You want to start? Yeah, we'll start in AFC, yeah, NFC. Let's, start, let's start AFC. Let's just start right here. We're talking about the Bills. So let's jump in on them. A, a player, if you're going to take the quarterback out of it, Tyrod Taylor, looks like he's trying to get paid as well. Who's the one guy on this team they cannot afford to have go down? And I, I, I'll tell you, I'll give you mine. I'll give you a second to think about it here. I'm going to say Darius. Uh, that's where I had my eyes on. Yeah. Marcel Darius, in the middle, dominant player, Pro Bowl player, a guy that can get you 10-plus sacks from the inside, sets the table to be when he stops to run. He has to be a guy that is there for all 16 for them to play to their potential on defense. He sets the tone. Look, Adolphus Washington has to also come in and be an athletic force. They get Cal Williams there, so I, I like the veteran presence. But Marcel Darius, to me, is the guy that stirs the drink. All right, I'm with you on that. Let's move to the, uh, let's move to the Miami Dolphins. And if we're going to look at one player on their team, they cannot afford to lose. I think offensive line-wise they're okay because Tunsil has the versatility to play wherever they want him to play. Um, so even if you did lose a Brandon Albert or even a Juwan James, who I think is a really good young right tackle, they'll be fine there. Uh, but I do, I am going to stay on the offensive side of the ball and just say with what he's already become early in his career, Jarvis Landry with the playmaking ability, I, I, man, you don't want to click refresh on Twitter and find out something happened to him. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. Jarvis Landry is a big-time – uh, threat for them, even though he does most of his damage as maybe their slot receiver, doesn't put up a lot of uh, yards per catch numbers. He's a he's a guy that is kind of a security plank, blanket for Ryan Tannehill. He is certainly important. I'm going to go to the defense side of the ball, and I'm going to point once again to the defensive tackle spot and Dominican Sue. There you go. And Dominican Sue not only has to be available, but he needs to be a dominant player for them. They were counting on him. When they made him at the time, I think they made him the highest paid defensive player with all those guarantees. They needed him to be a guy that completely tears it up on the inside. If he tears it up, it allows Cam Wake and Mario Williams to have success. He has to be there because without there, they're a little soft in the middle. All right, this is going to be a tricky one with the Patriots because there's one kind of obvious one. You know, obviously we can't say Tom Brady. There's one obvious one that, that jumps out to me. But I, I talking I, about Gronk. I, Gronk is the obvious one, right? We all we admit that. But man, I think now you've got a little bit of depth there. You bring over a really, really good player at the position, Martellus Bennett. So, I mean, obviously you'd prefer to have those guys playing together, but you can get through games no problem uh, with Martellus Bennett taking over the number one tight end spot. I might go to the defense here, Bucky. I'm going to say Jamie Collins. Ooh, nice pick. Because of everything he can do for them in terms of coverage, uh, in terms of moving him around, attacking the line of scrimmage, the playmaking ability, you can't replace that in my opinion. So, to me – Gronk is a freak show. I, I totally get that. But I think they could offensively still get by with Martellus Bennett. I don't know if there's anybody they plug in if something happens to Jamie Collins that they could keep that level up. He's a Swiss Army knife for their team on the second level. He can play tight ends. He can play in space. He can blitz. He can also be a factor against the run. Very, very vital weapon on their defense. The other, the other guy that I would point to would be Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler has kind of become their number one corner. I believe there's a drop-off with those other corners, even though I like Cyrus Jones coming in. If they lost Malcolm Butler, I would worry a little bit about them being able to do what they do on defense in terms of the man-to-man, being able to match up and lock up and do some of those things. All right, we go to the Jets. Man, this, you know, I look on the offensive side of the ball with this football team, you know, look, I know he's gotten a little bit older, but I still think Nick Mangold's kind of a guy that kind of the glue piece there in the middle for this offensive line. You bring in a running back here in Matt Forte, the receiver position. Man, you got a couple big-time, big physical guys there with Marshall and Decker. You flip over the defensive side, the defensive line's got a lot of depth. I'm still, though, man, you got Leonard Williams, Sheldon Richardson, along with Muhammad Wilkerson. That's a good-looking group there. <laughs> Holy cow. I'll still say Revis. I'm going to say Revis. I know he's a little bit older. Um, you've got some depth of the position there, but you don't want to lose You him. don't have a marquee name in the secondary. That's the thing. You, you eliminate Revis. You don't have a guy. You bust the screen. Uh, D. Milliner, Marcus Williams, you have to have Revis in the fold. The one thing I'll say about offensively, when Brandon Marshall wasn't there a couple years ago, Eric Decker struggling that number one role, yep. I would say he is the Jenga piece for those guys. If Brandon Marshall isn't there, it puts Eric Decker in an uncomfortable role, and I just don't think he can produce enough to command a double team, and it allows them to blanket the other guys. So Brandon Marshall has to be healthy on that premier. All right, I got a, I got kind of a unique one here for the, uh, for the Ravens. Obviously, you'd like to get Terrell Suggs back healthy in, uh, and playing Sizzle. at a high level. But I'm going to say Marshall Yonda. Good player. Because when you look at their offensive line, 
not very good last year. They bring in Ronnie Stanley. They hope he can play at a high level at left tackle to replace Eugene Monroe. But, man, Marshall Yonda, you take him out of the mix. There is no replacing him. I think he's the best uh, guard in football. And roster-wise, they don't have the horses to be able to replace him. So I'll say he's the Jenga piece here for them. He's the guy I have to go with. In the middle of their offensive line, sets the table, great job of getting the push, physical, athletic, but also very, very nasty. Sets the tone. I like that pick. All right, let's move on here. We did the Ravens. Let's go. I'll let you go first here on the Cincinnati Bengals. What do you got, Buck? Cincinnati is a tough one because this is a talented team. Um, but a lot of it runs through their perimeter players on the outside. Andy Dalton can't be in the discussion, so I'm going to say A.J. Green. A.J. Green, number one receiver, one of the top five receivers in the league, explosive, takes the top off the defense, can run all the routes, makes it easy for Andy Dalton to do his work because he expands the strike zone. I believe they would be lost without him because I don't know if anyone else could step up and fill that role that he feels is their number one. That's a good one. Uh, the only one, other one I could think of maybe. Pac-Man? No, I, I think Eifert just, you know, if he's not healthy, I think that's a significant drop-off at the position. They've got some young guys there. Uh, they're, they're you know, good players, but they don't have anybody like Eifert. But I, I, I'd go with you. I think A.J. Green's the one you cannot afford to lose there. Let's go Cleveland Browns. I can't wait to hear your pick on this. Cleveland Browns, the one guy they can't lose. I mean, you still say Joe Thomas, right? I mean, how do you not say Joe Thomas? I mean, he's the only, he's the only guy that that's I the think you can buy. If, if I was a team – and I'm looking at their roster, and there was one guy that I could trade for, he would probably be the only guy that I would trade for there. He and maybe Joe Hayden, and I would go at Joe Thomas over Hayden. Can I give you my uh, my under-the-radar kind of a breakout player for them, though, what we're talking about? Browns get some good news. For, I've been kind Cody, of Cody Kessler? <laughs> it's not Cody Kessler. I'm going to go Xavier Cooper. Remember him from Washington State? Yeah. I took him in the third round last year. He's going to get a chance to play a lot this year. He's got some twitch. I just think he's an interesting player. Keep an eye on him if you're a Browns fan. That's uh, kind of one of my breakout guys there. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, this is pretty easy, right? Yeah. I mean, I know I know we, we hit the running back position. that We've got a suspension there with Lev Bell. But this team, you take Antonio Brown off this Woo! off this team, it's, changes a diff- it. it's a different team. It changes it. He is remarkable. Um, what he can do with the ball in his hands, his ability to make plays from any spot, any location, anywhere on the field. Uh, requires double-team attention at all times. And not only that, he can give you points in the kicking game as a punt returner. By far their most valuable player. Yeah, Martavis Bryant not being there either. They could not afford to lose Antonio Brown. Uh, All right, that was an easy one. All right, that wraps up the AFC North. Let's go AFC South. Houston Texans. I mean, we get, we, DeAndre Hopkins is – oh, oh, who am I kidding? It's J.J. J.J. what? They can't miss J.J. No, they can't. There's not. We needed it. We just move on. That's easy. Uh, Indianapolis. Mm. Uh, good receivers on all these teams. Good receivers. It kind of tells they you the depth of the guys. talent, the receiver position. They have, they have some guys that they're they're playing with. Uh, it's a shame. I'm looking to do defense. I'm like, I like Vontae oh. Davis. Yeah, I can, I'll be okay playing without him. <laughs> There's no one on the. I like Vontae Davis. Go. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, I guess I would say the ghost. T.Y. Hilton, maybe, because he's their speed guy, but you have Philip Dorsett. Uh, you know what? Based on their issues and protection, how about Anthony Costanzo? Okay. We see him? I'm not throw, in love with could, him as a yeah, player. Yeah, you could throw LaRaven Clark for their in team. there. You could throw Clark in there, the rookie. I, I, you know who one of the sneaky ones is? Is, the, is their first-round pick. Ryan Kelly. I know that's your guy. I love Ryan Kelly, but you don't want – I mean, they need him. him. They need him. (laughs) I'm going to ride that one all the way through. Hey, Bucky, just know, if he doesn't play well this year, it just takes a little time to adjust his (laughs) I'll be ready to trot that line out. Okay. Uh, All right, let's go Jacksonville. Hmm. Look at all all these teams have a a stud receiver, by the way. I mean, it's the passing game. It's all about the pass. Uh, Let's say they're big marquee free agent, Malik Jackson. Okay. Need a presence. Need a presence on the defense side of the ball. Presence on the D line. He should come over and give them that big money player. So you count on him not only to be the best player, but also to provide some leadership based on his winning on a team to have arguably one of the best defenses in football. Malik Jackson is invaluable. I'm gonna give you a guy that didn't play last year. Oh yeah, Dante Fowler. Didn't have him last year. You get him this year, he could kind of be one of those key people to kind of get this team over the hump. Give needs some pass be. rush. They need some pass rush desperately. Need Dante Fowler in year two to stay healthy and give him that. Um, I'll go ahead and go with him. I mean, Allen Robinson's an easy one. 
he's a stud, but I'll go ahead and go on the other side of the ball and go with uh, with Fowler there. All right, last team in the AFC South. Tennessee Ooh, Titans. Tennessee, 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 Tennessee. Huh. I'm going to give you some time to think here. I'm going to just throw out Jarrell Casey. Good. That's a nice pick. Good interior player. That's a nice pick. I mean, He's a, been in the league five years now. How fast did that go? Man, that is a nice pick because I'm looking at offense. Taylor Wan, yeah. Kendall Wright, Tajay Sharp. You're going to go Delaney Walker on me? I mean, I, I mean, we could talk about Delaney. But he had a really good – he's had a really good year for them. Uh, last year, maybe even yeah, he really, Pro, yeah, he's a good Pro Bowl yeah, a honors. Year. The big thing about Delaney, Marcus Mariota, trust him, throws it to him in key situations. So either way, I'm gonna go with him. I like Jarrell Casey though. All I'll right. probably take Jarrell Casey in a, in a if you had to, to. I had, to. had to. All right, let's go. AFC. Delaney is tied for the third highest tight end in Madden, 17. Yeah, oh, by the way, are you That's gonna give us, are you gonna give us our our speed check uh, test again? Uh, coming up, yeah. We get the Madden, the Madden wheels uh, coming up. The Madden cycles coming up, so we'll, we'll do it. Okay. I'm yeah. Just... Last last year, uh, Rashad Perman was the fastest. Bull you crap. guys both, yeah. you guys both missed that out. Yeah. Missed out on that. How, how do we miss out on him? Because he said we, it was like who gets to go first in a draft we were doing on a pod. Oh yeah. And the so fastest. His tie his tiebreaker was he, he, who's the fastest player on Madden, and yeah. and for some reason, great video game. Congratulations to CD Charles Davis, our guy. Who's gonna, right? How about that? Huh? Yeah. That's huge. But the the putting of Bashad Perriman with no NFL experience as the highest speed rating on Madden was a was egregious error. I, I wonder what his agility was because anyone who did the scouting there knows he didn't. Nah, he he didn't play stiff. that four two four whatever he ran at that pro day. Oof. <laughs> maybe he's the yeah hey maybe he's the uh, gonna prove us all wrong this year. But Madden's, Madden's, we need a Madden questions. So upcoming Madden's rate and trivia is on his way. Okay, cool. Good all right, question. we got Broncos. All right, Denver Broncos. Uh, I am gonna say Von Miller. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, can I tell you a little bit about the uh, perils of television? Yep. Side note. So we did on our pod last week my top five defensive players. You did your top five defensive right. players. We bounced off. If you recall, I had Von Miller at number three. So the way this works is I get a I get a call when I'm driving in to work because I'm going to do total access that day. Hey, uh, or no, it was an email, and I didn't want to email back. I'm driving, so I called back. I said, hey, what do you need? What's going on? I said, hey, we're going to do something on top five defensive players. Who you got? So I don't have time to think about this. I, boom, rattle off my five names. Here's what I got. Show up to work an hour later. This is 11 o'clock. Shows at four. I go, uh, hey, Von Miller totally escaped my mind. Totally forgot about Von Miller. Can we, let's just put him in there. We haven't, you know, we haven't had our production meeting yet. No problem. So I put my five together with Von Miller at number three. We come and do the pod, right? I talk about Von Miller. We go to TV right as we're starting the segment. This is live TV, Buck. You know this feeling. Hey, they couldn't get the graphic changed, so you don't have Von Miller in your top five. <laughs> so, all I got, DJ, we want to do that to you. I'm just Tell saying. You so, can't. but here, here's you know, there's two options, TD, right? Yep. There's two options for me right here. Yep. I you can get throw him under the bus. I, I could throw everybody gotta, under the bus on live TV. You throw him under the bus. Boom. Oh, or, or no. I'm not taking that one. You try and be the good human being. No. I'm not taking that one. So what I did. <laughs> I'm not taking. So here's that what one. I did. And your Twitter I, so timeline. Mine, so mine pops up. I've got Luke Kuechly at five. I've got Earl Thomas at four. I've got Khalil Mack at three. I've got uh, Aaron Donald at two. I had JJ at one on this list. No, no Von Miller. So it pops up. And so what I said is, I'm I'm talking about the five. I said, hey, the third spot here. I've got Khalil Mack. Man, I love Von Miller and everything he's done in the past. I got to reference him so I don't look like you know like I totally forgot. Love Von Miller. This is kind of towards the future a little bit, so I'm going to, you know, I ended, it was tough, but I ended up going with Khalil Mack in this spot, so I fall on the sword. So I'm thinking, okay, look, it's total access. The season hasn't started yet. Maybe this, oh, no. maybe, I don't oh. know, maybe how many people are going to watch this or pay oh, attention? No. I'm sure I'll get hit on Twitter. Some people will watch it. I get a couple of tweets like, how you moron, you know, how can you have Von Miller? <laughs> I'm like, you know what, it's fine. It was worth it. Take one for the team. But. Our social department decides to blast oh, out. Oh my Here are move the sticks top five defensive players. No Von Miller, and that was a wrap for me on social media. I'm like, done I'm I'm out done. of social media for the next 48 hours, <laughs> and, and I wore camp. it. <laughs> I absolutely wore it. So that's a little peek behind the curtain there. 
way yeah. too nice. Way too nice. You got to throw them on the bus. You got to throw everybody no, As they say, good. you got to pull, pull back the curtain on that one. No, got to. It's all good, man. That's fine. I took one for the team. All right. Content, we, uh, did we do yeah. uh, We do the Broncos? We did the Broncos, Von Miller, Kansas City. Okay, let's go. KC. KC. Again, I mean, I look at the receiver position, Buck, and it's like Jeremy Macklin, you take him out of the mix, and, yeah, man, they – don't have a whole lot of touchdowns to talk about on that. But I still – you go to the defensive side, and I think you have to have a healthy – at some point in time, at least for the majority of the season, Justin Houston. Justin Houston is my pick. That's what I was going to say. you got to have a pass rusher, someone that can affect the passing game. He does that as well as anybody. He really helps those other guys. D4, Tom Ali also works, so I'm going to go with him. Oakland is a is a quick one, right? And we're going to go Mac. Khalil Mack is their guy. Yeah. All right, that's easy. I mean, that's easy. Uh, then we go San Diego – Mm. Miss Keenan Allen a bunch last year when he went out. They did. Uh, I mean, I guess you could argue he's their best player. Ah, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm no, I'm gonna go Jason Verrett. Ooh, like that one. I, Keep him healthy. I like that. The nice job bringing in Casey Hayward though in the offseason. That was a good signing. Yeah, both of those guys. Uh, Keenan Allen may be a little more valuable in terms of Philip Rivers is comfortable with Keenan Allen. Uh, got Travis, Travis Benjamin, man. Is Jason Verrett a guy who can? Uh, I always, I'm always looking for who's the next, right? Who can vault into their position top yes, five? Yes, he's good. He, he, he's he's the next, and um, he can match up with some of. I'm not saying. Look, nobody. You don't say anybody matches well, Antonio he, yeah. Brown, and you talk about uh, Odell Junior. He's the type of guy that if you kind of build a guy to try and cover somebody like that. He's that quick, real quick twitch, real quick, competitive, smart, instinctive. Had a chance to talk to him in the green room when he was here a couple of weeks ago. He loves ball. He loves the preparation part of it. It was uh, funny listening to him ask Chris Harris Jr. questions about the preparation part of it, how to study tape, what he could do to take his game to the next level. And so anytime you hear a young player really intrigued by that, it kind of means they really, really want to prepare. And to that point – uh, TD, I don't know if you saw, there was an ICE article on Patrick Peterson and what he did to bounce back in 2015, coming off of 2014 with the diabetes stuff and not playing well. Said he really reached out to a bunch of NFL veterans, spent more time. He lost working, some weight, right? Dude? Lost weight, spent more time in the film room, really looking at what offenses were doing to him. Spent a little more time working on his technique, so I can appreciate. I just saw Pat a second. Did you game. see him golfing with Nate? Yeah, it's pretty pretty decent. Nice. Yeah. He got a nice little swing. He's in the cars too, as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I Big saw. I saw By the way, my I'm a horrible golfer. I break the mold. A quarterback from San Diego, California, <laughs> that can't golf. Nate's worse than me. I I could beat Nate. I'll tell you that right now. After I watched I, three swings, I could get him. I, I didn't even know Nate had an interest in playing golf. Nate has a lot of. He interest. looks the part, though. I'll give him that. He looks like he's straight off the tour, man. He's going on the East Coast now. Yeah, We're gonna lose Nate for a little bit, huh? Yeah, man. We'll see. But uh, man, congratulations to him. That's a that's a nice. Oh, it's a great what's that do for R and B? We're going to have to wait and see. I'm going into a meeting after this. In my I was going to say, is that why are you, are you wearing a tie? Is this a funeral for R&B? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a negotiation. Let's put it that way. Okay. You're going to have to find a B. Trying to, keep, trying to keep that going. Hey, Bucky. Uh, nah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But y'all do good things when y'all bring Rand in. Put Rand in. Be hey, R&R. I'm thinking it's going to end up being R&TD. <laughs> Filling in. Filling in. Oh, what yeah. Double dip. Hey, Michelle Beadle started out as a producer. Did she? Worked out for her. TD yeah, taking his talents. Dressing up for the job. Oh, <laughs> that's why he came in. It's a job interview. All right, for the Dallas Cowboys, who, who roll think? Through it. Roll through it. Let's roll through the Cowboys. I mean, I'm I'm going to go with Tyron Smith. I know um, there's some other good options here with Dez and company. You, but Yeah, you go Tyron Smith. I go with uh, Travis Frederick being able okay. to control on the inside. Either way, everything for the Cowboys happens right up front. New York G-Man, that's easy, right? Oh, they'll back him. Yeah, it's easy. He's everything. That's funny. There's, it, this is a fun exercise because there are some teams where it's like there's no debating it. Like, this is the dude, um, and that was one of them. You know, but funny, three years ago, we probably would have said JPP. Yeah. We didn't even talk about We didn't even talk about he lost his finger and we, he, he lost his mojo. He lost more than one. I mean. You lose a couple digits, that'll hurt. That's not it, it, no, no bueno. Uh, let's go Philadelphia. Fly, Eagle, fly. This is a tricky one here. Very tricky. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say kind of an interesting one here. I'm gonna go Jordan Hicks. Inside linebacker who got hurt last year as a rookie was playing great. But when I just look behind him, you've got Michael Kendricks and Hicks as your starters. I don't know if there's a lot of depth there. He'd probably end up 
Joe Walker, maybe the rookie would would be uh, thrust into action. What about Fletcher Cox? Fletcher Cox is a stud. I love Fletcher. But I guess you could put you have some. Other I mean, guys. that's ob- that's he's obviously a much better player there. But I just think depth Critical. wise, depth wise, they don't have any linebackers. No. And DJ, if you're going with a linebacker, why would you go Hicks over Kendricks? Well, two different types of guys. I, I just think Kendricks is a run and hit guy. Look, I was there. I you know I kind of led the charge when we when we got him when we picked him, but. He's kind of a playmaker type. Hicks can kind of be that nerve center, get you get everybody lined up where they need to be. Instincts can play downhill, can cover, covered really, really well last year. I mean, he was on his way to probably being, you know, having a good case to be defensive rookie of the year yep. before he got hurt. So I just think as an all-around player with all he can do and being able to kind of bark out orders from the inside, I, I would probably say Hicks is a little more valuable than Kendricks. Fun fact, uh, Rihanna once had Kendricks as her man crush Monday. Really? Let's see, let's see Higgs pull that off. That's 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 a challenge. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. On that note, do you uh, do you keep a running tally of all of her man crush uh, Mondays or no? I'm waiting on my waiting until I pop up. What oh yeah, happened yet? Maybe no. when she sees you in the tie today, that'll do it. <laughs> hey, yeah. if, if this was if this was all just an audio pod, you know, you'd be set, TV. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's audio only right yeah, now. Put the tie on. Put the tie on and let us see that jump shot. I, you know, Fletcher Cox is probably the – if we want to sound smart, we'd say Fletcher Cox. I just wanted to point out the linebacker. Thing. Washington Redskins, I'm going to go off the grid. How about Jordan Reed? I don't think that's off the grid. I think that's money. Yeah, quarterback. We, we're going to do it all about the quarterback, Kirk Cousins. We can say that Jordan Reed's emergence as a critical player really helped Kirk Cousins. Uh, you, you, all right, you go that makes it tough. That's a great one. I'm going to say Kerrigan just because now with Steady. the let gone again – uh, man, you take Kerrigan out of the mix, the pass rush, you're going to have to find it from Preston Smith and who else? I don't know. So, uh, all right, let's move on. That's the Redskins in the books. Let's go Chicago Bears. Mm, I'm I'm, I'm be a little different. I will say. You going to go with my guy? Oh, Pernell McPhee? No, offense. No, 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 nobody on offense. My dude, I'm telling you, my guy's going off. Fantasy, if you play fantasy football, just who, remember that who I – Who is your guy? Just remember I said it, unless, I, of course, he doesn't – I don't do know who your guy is. Kevin White. Oh, that's your guy. That's right. Well, we Kevin saw White. how they played with him last year. I'm just saying, if they get him in the mix this year, he changes things. He, he, he has to because – Explosive. Because Alshon Jeffrey is not explosive. No. And the, the, uh, the comparison that Kevin White, that you hear whispers out of Chicago, Andre Johnson. Oh, that's but, big. But in terms of a guy that they can't miss, Kyle Long's a pretty good one. Yes. Moving back inside. To Who are you going to say? On position. defense? You going somebody on defense? Yeah, Pernell McPhee. Oh, McPhee. The pass rush because they don't have another one. They, yeah. they need well, someone the that can... They got Leonard Floyd coming off the edge, man. Uh, wait and see on little him. little stomach virus will be wait, cleaned up wait, here. Wait, wait and see on him. He has the autonomy that everyone wants to have, TD. Uh, Leonard Floyd has been given – the freedom to eat anything that he wants whenever he wants by the Chicago Bears because they're trying to fatten him up a little bit. Speaking of which, um, you know you know Vince Newsom, right? Yep. With the Ravens. So Vince Newsom played in the NFL for a long time. Safety, played with really the Ravens good. and the Browns. Really good dude. And I worked with him for four years in Baltimore. And Vince, when I was there, was probably early 40s maybe. And he would sit at his desk with Snicker bars and Reese's peanut butter cups he could he, – and this is like – he's not like he's a 20-year-old kid. He's in his 40s. He eat whatever he wants. And then you go down there, you go you, you go work out or whatever. He didn't even do a lot of working out. And then you'd get done or something, and he'd be down in the locker room. He'd take his shirt off, and you're like, that's not possible. <laughs> that's not humanly possible that you can do eat whatever you want and look like that. There's some dudes are yeah. – Some dudes – God bless them. Yeah, gifted. Um, yes. All right. I where you uh, lost it. my train of thought there. Let's Detroit Lions. The Lions – it ain't Calvin Johnson. Gonzo. Uh, I'm going to say for the Lions. Ziggy? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He's, DeAndre Levy, too, is another guy. He's been hurt. I mean, You know you know who's a, who's an emerging guy for them? Darius Slay. You know, you know exactly what Yeah, I know, because everybody's been hitting me up about him being a shutdown corner. I'm like, ah, I need to see it. There's a lot of love on the streets. I know. They love him. What's his, uh, what's his ceiling? He's got all the tools. I mean, he's a he has big athletic dude. Big athletic, can press, he's active. 
Uh, the main thing for him is staying engaged and staying focused. When he locks in, he's had stretches where he completely shuts people out. It's about being consistent. If he wants to be compared to the Pat P's and the Revises and Shermans and those guys, you got to do it week after week after week, and you have to be able to do it on a big stage when the world, when everybody can see you going against a big guy. Like on Thanksgiving, he needs to have one of those marquee games on Thanksgiving where everyone sees him. Before the trip to Finn hit, hits in, everybody yep. takes takes a nap. Yep. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Hmm. Last year we saw that offense did not look the same without Oh, Jordy I mean, Nelson. I think we have to say Jordy Nelson, yeah. It's funny. Um, what do you think about Clay Matthews in that? Yeah, coming off the edge now. I like him back in that spot. I mean, I still think, though, man, I just just having recently seen what they look like without Jordy Nelson, I, I, don't I, I think I'm going to go Jordy Nelson on that one. All right, we're rolling through here. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. By the way, are you a little bit alarmed at the hype here? A little bit? We know no. we talked about this last week. I'm, I'm, I'm fueling the hype. You're <laughs> – I'm fueling it. You, I'm you pouring. The, you got that got, little spray like a hose of gasoline. I got the kerosene. I got the, I got the matching one. I'm ready to just throw it on there because I'm, I'm all in on the Vikes. Right. I think the Vikes are built to be that way. Adrian Peterson, to me, is the guy. Yeah, that's And the, the reason he is the guy is because right now he still commands eight and nine-man attention in the run game. That makes it easy for Teddy Bridgewater. You remove Adrian Peterson, Teddy Bridgewater now has to play against more balanced defenses. And then he'd be challenged to show us that he can be the guy that can put it all on him. The only other guy I was thinking of was Everson Griffin. But like Danelle, Danelle Hunter out of LSU last year, their third-round pick, played really well. I what mean, is, he's not he's not Griffin, but he's a nice player. They could get by. What about Harrison Smith, Knoxville boy and Notre Dame? A very Harrison good player. Smith, friend of the yeah. program, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, mean, I will say this. They are loaded, man. That's a good roster. I mean, that is a good – I mean, and, and it's they a need nice left young tackle. roster. They need their left tackle to play better. Yeah. New stadium, shiny new stadium, new digs. Exciting, exciting season. I wish they were playing outside. Though. Yeah. By the way, are you're, they having any like no big college? You know this, Sully. No big college games at that stadium. Not yet. I don't think uh, next year. Uh, Normally they is, have these is, big stadiums. They kind of break them in. With well, they have the, the Super Bowl game. next year too, right? Well, Tennessee, West Virginia next year kicking off Mercedes Benz. In they, they by the to, way, by the way, my wife went through uh, or Tennessee, uh, Georgetown. Our big vacation every year, like our getaway time, is the Super Bowl. So my right. wife and I—that's the only time we go anywhere without the kids. We go to the Super Bowl every year. So she, the other, this is last year we were in San Francisco, right? Yep. And then she's like, okay, we're the next Super Bowl. I go, <laughs> Houston? She's like, yeah, okay. Minnesota? I'll be missing that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of Staying indoors the entire time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, I like Minnesota, but uh, I'm going to be flying solo that week. <laughs> uh, let's go NFC South Atlanta Falcons. Julio! Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no discussion there. I mean, who, 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 That's who, easy. By the way, he was like he left practice early today, or some something was wrong with him today. That's that's one of those deals you don't want to see. It. A little bit scary. Um, all right, Carolina Panthers. Mm. You gonna go Keekly? Mm. Are you gonna go KK? I'll say Keekly. He's he man. K Wan Short's a bad dude now. They drafted Vernon Butler. I think they would miss Keekly. Well, they played without Keekly and had success. In the middle. They just slide someone inside the middle and have Thomas Davis. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick Keekly. You're going to go Keekly? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go K1 short. But, I, look, I love Keekly. I, there's no wrong answer there. Um, okay, let's move on. New Orleans Saints. Mm. Mm, Cam Jordan, maybe. He's kind of like it's funny how there's these some of these teams where you look at it, you're like, okay, good player, uh, eh, be okay, yeah, like maybe Ingram, Mark, the running back, yeah, not when you have Traverse Cadet waiting to roll in, okay, that App okay. State background, yeah, that's just, right, heck, <laughs> Rankins, um, uh, I'll tell you who I I I've been on this, I've been riding this train. I know you've been on this one from jump too, Bucky. I think Brandon Cooks can go off this year. He should go off. The guy that I'll keep my eye on, Kenny Vaccaro, as like one of those hybrid safety types. He could be a guy that could finally have an opportunity. Dennis to Allen get, get in the mix there and get him going. Yeah. Man, this is not an easy. This is not an easy call here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with you, Jordan Cameron. Call. Stephon Anthony played pretty well last year. He did play pretty well. How about right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Bucks. Mike Evans needs to play better. Forget staying healthy. He just got to play better. Catch G the ball. Gerald McCoy on defense. Yeah. 
I'm going to start. I would probably go. I'll go Levante David as their guy. They can't, can't miss. Nice player. They don't really have anything behind him when I look at the depth chart. All right. You good on that one? You want to yeah, go? Let's good. go to the NFC West. We've got four teams left. Arizona Cardinals. Pat P. Yeah, that's a good one. Ah, wait. Calais Campbell's a great player. Honey Badger. They weren't the same without Honey Badger on defense. True. That's what I was about to come in and say. They lost him, uh, what, week 16 last year? That, completely that changed wasn't the same. Defense. Completely yep. changed. Well, in a, in a gotta, worthless play, on a worthless play, too. You, hey, you can't say A.Q. Chipley. Okay? <laughs> it's not allowed. <laughs> By the way, uh, DJ Humphreys, I'm just – I'm just, yes, you I, I'm, I'm just you gotta, you gotta hang in. asking you for a favor. Just got to hang asking in. Asking you for a favor. Just got to hang in. Can you get a uniform this year? Because you were my highest rated offensive lineman coming into the draft, and last year you did not get a uniform. I just want you to dress out for the games this year. He has three years. Let's take some baby steps here. He has three years. Just get on, just get on the mix. Golly, man. Look, three years, and then we'll get back and revisit it. But, man, we're not off, we're not off a good start on that one. Uh, all right. So, uh, if you go Pat P, or are you going to go Honey Badger? Which one? Honey Badger is more valuable. Okay. I like Pat P, but Honey Badger, when they didn't have Honey Badger, defense Have we seen him without Pat P, though? I just like saying no. Pat P. No, we haven't seen him. Uh, I mean, he had a step back two P, years P, ago, P, so yeah, kind of, you know. P2 Nation. Is P2 Nation? Is P21? It? Maybe. P21? Something like that. P- yeah. P2. 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 Pat, I, Pat Pete. He's got, I like he's Pat P. He's got some good nicknames. But, I mean, you're, you're not going to beat Honey Badger's Badger, the best out there. Nickname, so. though, but I, Badger. I'm going to go with – I'll go corner right yeah. there. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Good luck, Buck. Yeah. I don't... Some of these dudes – and you know, we, we, uh, we How about go... Joe Staley? How about that? Okay. Joe Staley. Or – what about Navarro Bowman? Yeah, Navarro. Navarro could be one. By the way, Eric Reed, great rookie year since then. Just mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if it was a great rookie year as much as a couple couple good games. Yeah. But I yeah. Uh, let me see a little bit more from him. I'm gonna go Bowman. All right, uh Seattle Seahawks. This is a tough one. There's a lot to choose from on this roster. A lot to choose from. Here we go. Indispensable. Who can't we lose? Michael Bennett. Oh, he's a stud, man. Michael Bennett. Jeez. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean they still got some other dudes up front, but he is the dude. Yeah, I, I mean I want to say. What about Cam? And you've got. I mean, uh, no one from the LOB. Earl. Earl Thomas, maybe. Yeah, I think I'll go Earl. But Michael Bennett. I mean, just at that Super Bowl, I'll never get that out of my head. I know they didn't win that year against the Patriots, but. I don't care what anybody says. He was the best player on that field. They could not. The Patriots couldn't block him. When he turns it on, yep. he turns it on. Oh, it's unreal. Man. Like the even the Vikings on, during the playoff run last year, he was he was dominant, talented dude. All right, last team, Todd Gurley, Rams. I mean, this ding dong. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We Aaron Donald. We just can't dismiss Aaron Donald like that. I love Aaron Donald, but I'm telling you, this offense. How are they going to score points if Todd Gurley is not there? It's kind of like a Eric Dickerson 2.0. Just gonna ride him all the way. He's gonna have to have. Welcome back to yards. LA, Eric Dixon. Welcome back. We're gonna Eric Dixon style. Yeah, <laughs> toss right, toss yeah. left. I, yeah, student body right. I think Aaron Donald's the second best defensive player in football. I love him, but I mean, they, they, you have to score a point to win a game. And without Todd Gurley, I don't know how they're going about He's doing everything. that. He's everything. All right, so there we go. There's our uh, a little ode to uh, Damashek there, Dave. It's not. Uh, we're not stealing. It's imitation's the greatest form of flattery. That's right. Uh, but it, something we always borrowing. do in training camp. So it's a, uh, a fun little discussion there. Buck, anything else you're looking forward to as camps get underway? When you taking off? Where are you going? Well, hopefully we can hit up just Cali uh, over the next week. So I want to make sure I see the Chargers, the Rams, the Cowboys. Maybe I get, get up, up to the to Raiders. The Maybe I might get up to the Bay. You know, yeah. I like that. I uh, I'm going out. I'm going out later, so I might end up just hitting some preseason games. Ooh, I want to see these rookies in preseason. I want to see Wentz because I don't know how much we're going to see him during the year. Can I can I get you to do what we used to do for our teams? Can I get you to? Uh, oh, that's the worst. Have, have the the big old the, sheet, the vanilla the big, uh, folders and that's write about everyone who plays in the third and fourth quarter. So it used to be like let me just we'll take people behind the curtain here before. Uh, the technology got out of control. Like now you can pop in a player and just sort the plays that he played. So even if he was a guard, you wouldn't have to watch, th- you know, 
70 plays to see his eight plays. You would, it would just show you those eight plays. You could sort it and watch them that way. wasn't like that back in the day with me and Bucky. So you go to these preseason games, you have a list of players that you're responsible to watch, which is back-end guys. So ours was always picked fifth round and later, and then some other you know, undrafted free agents or other roster bubble guys that could potentially be cuts. So I don't know. you. We always had like 20 guys. It'd be like 20 guys on each team. How hard is that, though? Like, it's impossible. Just, just, just tell the people how hard it it's is. It's impossible. Like, how hard it is to, as you're watching the game and you have your flip card, you have your notebook or your folder, however you choose to organize yourself, you're watching the game, you need to take a bathroom break. <laughs> well, like, the, first, the whole like, thing is the first half of the game. You got to do it all in. You got to eat. You got to do yeah, whatever you're going to do. You got to do the first half. Yeah, everybody's watching on TV for the first half. Scouts, we don't care about the first half because all the regular guys. We're sitting. Our work all comes in the halfway through the oh, third man. quarter. So the way it works, by the way, it's called a manila folder or a vanilla folder? Manila. Manila? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You got the manila folder. So you open that thing up and you draw lines on it. That's right. Uh, up and Little down. Little blocks. Up and down to create your boxes. Little, little names and numbers. So that you would have the offense on one side, then you could and when they flip it over. Flip it over, you get to their defense. And you have two of the folders, one for each team that you're doing. So when I first started doing this, man, I was trying to take all these notes because you would end up getting the tape as well, but you had to go see them live. So then I finally got the system down, which at that point in time was I just needed when I left that stadium to know when each guy came into the game. So it would say Put the time in. That was at eleven thirty four third Q. That's all I needed. So then when I wanted to go back and watch the tape, I would go through the guys, okay, just fast forward on the beta deck and get to 1134 and I could watch this dude. But, man, yeah, you'd get done. You'd be, like, sweating trying to keep up with all – and then you got to do special teams. He's L, that L, L, L4 on kickoff in the – you know, only on these two kickoffs in the fourth quarter. It's just like, oh, what a mess. And the binoculars. I never was oh, a binoculars yeah. guy. Yeah. But you had to do it. You, you couldn't see who was on the field. Because if look, you're looking up at the TV in the press yeah. box, you couldn't see who the guys oh, were. Oh, yeah, keeping up with that, keeping up with the depth charts. It but is a lot. It's funny, though, because the sports writers are all up there in the first half, and they're just beating away on their computers and writing their articles. And let's see, you know, you know, Philip Rivers, just blah, 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 LaDainian Thomason. And we'd be sitting there, like, just drinking a soda in the first half. It's kind of waiting. When is this dude going to get in the game, you know? And then what happens is you go back and you write up all these reports. Inevitably, the like three or four like free agent guys that you're like not bad. They make the team. You got no shot at them, anyways. I remember doing that. Antonio Gates. I remember I was doing that in West. They had Wes Welker as an undrafted free agent in San Diego, so he yeah. was one of the guys you watch. And like not bad. Oop, and oops then, on and, that one. Antonio yeah. Gates. Antonio Gates. And I remember looking at Antonio Gates and the game that I was at. He didn't do anything that legibly that he's going to be a Hall of Fame oh, kind yeah. of player, but. That's what it is. Those guys that are under the radar. Wes Walker left from San Diego. I think he went to Miami right after that. Right. Um, but you're trying to find anybody who flashes or shows just a little thing. And you talked about writing when they came in. If there's any notable play, you try and mark that down because that can be the one thing because you have to write a summary. Yeah. And hopefully he gives you some – give me something that I can write a summary about. What was the name of the dude was with the Packers and Cleveland had signed him defensive tackle right before I got there. It might have been the year that I went there. But he was a late-round pick out of, I want to say, Arkansas State. Uh, but he was a good player for the Packers. He got big money uh, to go to Cleveland and then just kind of pillar it out. But he was one of those guys who was a you know was a late-round pick. I think they ended up even sneaking him down to the practice squad. But I had put in a recommendation in Baltimore. I was like, man, this this dude could help us. What was his name? He went, Was it Corey Sean? Williams? Yes, Corey Williams. Corey Williams. There I'm you just go. Looking up, that is a good call. Yeah, but I mean, there's always you know some of those guys like okay, not bad. And what you're always trying to do is you're trying to find someone who flashes, and that's why the important part when a lot of people say, "Oh, you hear the writer say preseason games are meaningless." They're really not if you know what you're looking for at the late stages of the game. You're trying to find guys that can play on special teams, especially young guys because it's cheap talent. Guys that you, you can fill out your in, practice squad too. Guys that you can fill out on your practice squad, guys who play well enough where you're like, oh, you know, I think we may be able to sneak him in mm-hmm. if he shows a little bit. And that's why some teams won't play those guys. Oh, yeah, they'll bet. That's the, that's the funny thing, too, is you watch a guy because you'll end up having these two teams for the whole preseason. So you go see him play once, and then they'll send you the tapes of the other games. So you go to preseason game one, you're like, this dude kind of flashed a little bit. I'll, I'm anxious to see some more of him. And then all of a sudden, tape number two shows up. And you're like, huh, DNP, huh. Tape three shows up. 
BNP. I'm like, yeah, now I see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to stash. But then away. you're in a tough spot. Yeah, you're gonna are you gonna go to the you're gonna go to the wall for this dude? And you've only seen him play 18 snaps in one preseason game. That's hard. The ebbs and flows of training camp. Got to got to love when teams hide him, right? You know, oh, like stash. Gotta stash you're reading right, right through that. Got to stash him. Gotta stash I mean, everybody right. does it. You know, got to stash him. And my favorite, my one of my favorite preseason stories was, uh, you know, look, they always say that. If you have a 53-man roster, you show up to training camp, 49 to 50 are already locked up. These guys are competing for these last three spots. And we had a we had a defensive end that had like four sacks in the in the last preseason game one year. Maybe it was three. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Mm-hmm. He had a great game. Maybe three sacks. And uh, I just remember seeing him the next day, and he was very confident. He was cut that afternoon. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, so, so that's, that's the that's the those are the highlights of the Hard Knocks. Oh yeah, episode. Hey man, you had a great game. You yeah. did everything. You did everything right? you could do. Uh, or you got him mic'd up, and, and they're just all stoked during the game. And then, hey, don't do you know? give up. Don't give up. You got you got a future in this thing. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we'll probably uh, the plan right now. The plan right now is to get you on the practice squad. So just be be waiting for that phone call. Oh, I don't know. You've told that to the last 30 guys that we've cut. I mean, I don't even get them all on the practice squad. It's the worst. Anyways. All right, let's get out of here, Buck. That's, uh, that's going to do it for us today. Fun to be back here on Move the Sticks audio form. Be sure, again, like I said earlier, to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can also listen to it on NFL.com. Uh, we're going to have some new videos popping up, by the way, on YouTube. You can find that on the NFL channel. Just pump in Move the Sticks, and you can see our latest video content. We'll be talking about Comeback Player of the Year, Bucky's prediction, my prediction. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to NFL.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.